morning. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. I'd like to share answers with you to common questions I get from pet owners. This morning's question is, do you think feeding my dog the BARF diet is a good idea? Is it safe? That question is a blast from the past, but one that needs to be addressed. Feeding our pets is in a constant flux with pet food companies pushing foods on us, dog breeders expounding on their latest best diet, research spewing out new findings, and good intention owners sharing their expertise, so to speak, on the internet. Even veterinarians have their own philosophies on diet. It is very confusing for the average pet owner to figure out what is best for their dog or cat. BARF stands for Bones and Raw Food. This was a diet that became very popular about 20 years ago. It came from the idea that dogs' ancestors are wolves, thus are inherently carnivores that hunt prey and eat the entire carcass raw. BARF diet supporters claim their food was superior to commercial dog foods that are primarily corn, meat byproducts, and preservatives. The BARF diet mimics eating prey. Like a lot of fads, the logic seemed, well, logical. Like most fads and scams, you need to learn the facts before changing food. Let me share with you why I don't recommend BARF to my clients. BARF diets can be nutritionally unbalanced. Raw meat does not have all the vitamins and minerals needed for a complete balanced diet. For example, raw meat is woefully low in calcium and high in phosphorus. Although raw bones in the diet have calcium, they can be very dangerous and perforate the intestinal tract of the dog. Also, wolves just don't eat raw meat. They also eat the internal organs like the liver and intestines, as well as edible vegetation like berries. Thus, it will be hard for the average pet owner to know the proper portions and ingredients needed to supply a balanced diet. Another problem, it's a big problem in my mind, is a safety issue. Raw meat and bones can harbor dangerous bacteria such as E. coli and salmonella. Some pets are very sensitive to this bacteria. These bacteria may not only harm and even kill your dog, they are also zoonotic, which means if you handle the food improperly, you can infect yourself. Remember the rules we all have learned in handling our own chicken when preparing it for cooking. Wash the cutting board after use and wash your hands to prevent salmonella poisoning. Pet food companies process and cook meat to make it safe. Whatever enzymes or vitamins that may get denatured from heat are replaced later on. Not an ideal situation, but it's safer. Recently, there's been a lot of talk about how dogs were not meant to eat grain and can't process it. This supposition has been at the heart of dozens of what they call natural foods best suited for the dog's ancestral need for just meat. However, recent findings have found this is not to be true. Research has discovered mutations in key genes in our domestic dog. The mutated genes gives the dog increased capabilities in digesting starch. So, domestication allowed dogs to evolve the capacity to thrive on starch-rich diets. This explains the dog's ability to be omnivorous and supports the fact that carbohydrates can be substituted as part of a natural diet in healthy canines. I'd like to add a sidebar relating to the old wise tale that cats are pure carnivores and can't digest carbohydrates at all. Studies show that cats had less digestive enzymes, amylase and glucokinase in their saliva. Therefore, the scientists concluded that cats could not digest carbohydrates. 
these findings failed to look further down the digestive tract. A 1977 study showed cats have a high concentration of a carbohydrate digestive enzyme called hexokinase. That comes from the liver. So, undigested carbohydrates from the stomach can become fully metabolized once they reach the intestinal tract, where the hexokinase resides. The studies show that cats fed all sorts of carbohydrates had a 94% digestive rate. Recently, pet foods have produced balanced, raw, safe diets. Most of them come frozen for convenience and safety. Some of my patients with skin or intestinal issues do very well on these balanced diets. After a period of adjustment to the raw diet, they are well received by dogs and cats. But the vast majority of our pets do very well on good quality kibble that have mixed grains, meats, and meat byproducts processed to be safe. Finally, I had a personal experience a number of years ago with dogs that were fed the homemade barf diet. Two 250-pound Newfoundland dogs were fed chicken necks and other raw parts, and I had to admit them to the vet hospital for severe gastritis and enteritis. They were sicker than, well, sicker than dogs. I've never seen such awful stuff coming out of those poor dogs before or since. They almost died. The name of this diet sure fit what I saw. Thank you for listening. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds, giving you concise answers to common pet-related questions at WERU. Until next time, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.